welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. Once again with your boy Derry Lips and my man Gio. Hey man. Holy fuck, we're on episode 98. 98, brother. <laughs> Who would have guessed? I know. <laughs> boy, 98 we've been doing. Like, oh, yeah. crazy. Crazy to think. And don't worry, the next three weeks as well. Oh, we'll get to that in the end. We'll, we'll let you in on Biden Geo's efforts over the next three weeks to celebrate 100. But yeah, episode 98, the week before SummerSlam. You hyped for SummerSlam? How are you feeling for this one? You know, I didn't realize it was on a Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be weird. Like, I could actually <laughs> stay up and watch it and not worry in the UK. <laughs> It's been on Sundays, but they did the old switcheroo when they put NXT on Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. The NXT takeover is uh, is <laughs> the Sunday, so interesting. Um, right, we'll get into some stuff. Obviously, we had the Raw before. Um, ah, Raw is in such a funky place, like for me. Do you know what though? I actually enjoyed <laughs> the wrestling. You know. Um, yeah. For some weeks. The, the, the thing is, is I think every week it is improving just very, very slowly. Like, it's very slight improvement. Right, I mean, but how, how many fucking weeks do I have to see Killian Cross beat up Jeff Hardy now? Exactly. It's a lot of repetition with very little moving forward, you know? Um, I don't know. Roster, like, still seems... Burst in at the seams. I know they've got to let people go, but they've got a big roster. It just, everything seems so repetitive, you know? Like, even the surprise partner thing for Charlotte this week. Just, I, I wasn't, I didn't think it'd be anyone exciting, you know? I mean, it was good to see Naya, you know, I, yeah. You're doing her inner Rikishi was maybe the highlight of Raw for me. <laughs> just, I don't know. And the ch- what chance still? Uh, but anyway, we'll we'll get through Raw, and then obviously we'll go to the updated SummerSlam card. Um, but before Raw, uh, Keith Lee had another dark match, and he released a video. Um, I think it was the day after our pod. We always seem to miss the big news. We finish recording, and then something big happens. I didn't realize it was this serious. Yeah, like, and I think you know, it very surprising. So we got COVID to start with. And then his heart inflamed? Is that right? That's how it came he, out. Apparently, he came back for, like, one match. And then right after the match, his test results came in. That, like, he's got an inflated heart. An inflated heart. Yeah. And then I think the bit that gets me was everyone screaming about Maya Gim. They're not using her. She chose to duck out of the Royal Rumble to look after him. And I just think sometimes, like, the internet wrestling community, again, especially after this, need to take a long, hard look at themselves, you know? Long, hard look. Because, like, the things that they've said about it was trademark for Keith Lee's name and they're fighting and Maya Yim is just being left, blah, 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 blah. And it was all wrong. You know, the man was fighting for his life at some points, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then with him coming back, I mean, WWE take this stuff very, very seriously now. Like, he's going to be doing dark matches and he's probably getting untold tests after, you know, I, I wouldn't expect to see Keith Lee doing a lot of heavy lifting for a while. 
Um, but I didn't realize it was so serious because he kept on putting out tweets and stuff like randomly. And I, I, I started to believe maybe it was the name trademark and the music and stuff. I thought maybe it's something there, but no, the dude was dying. But he did have a dark match uh, before Raw. Um, so obviously they're just going to work him back slowly because the inflamed heart is, is a big deal. Yeah. But welcome back. We hope, him, we hope he does well because he is a good talent. He is a good talent. Um, right. Raw started with Randy Orton and RK Bro. They, yeah, they got the team together. Um, AJ Styles and Omos come out, setting up a couple of matches. It was Orton versus uh, Omos, and then it started with Styles Riddle. Um, I thought it was a very good match. Matt Riddle right now, man, he's just taking that opportunity, I think, really, really well. Um, it was a really good back and forth with AJ Styles. He hung with AJ Styles and didn't look bad at all. Like it was, it was very, very solid. Um, AJ got the win because uh, Orton left. Omos was a bit of a distraction, and then boom, caught him off the top rope and hit him with the Styles Clash. Beautiful, beautiful finish. Um, and then all the stuff for Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley. Now there's a triple threat coming up. The betted is very favored to Nikki retaining. But this is so annoying. Your your champion just taking loss after loss in these non-title matches. Yeah, because I don't think it's possible to do 50-50 booking in a feud with three people. Like, it's just, it's not. Um, I mean, Nikki did get more offense in this one than usual, which is good. But do you think they're trying to build her as, like, a big underdog is that the point of it do you think like this character and so that's why you know she's champion away yeah don't know i i have a sneaky feeling she's gonna retain i i really do i just have that feeling that she is gonna keep it uh but we'll get to obviously our predictions in a bit but ria looked very very good i have to say the last two matches i've seen ria in Probably some of the best stuff she's been doing since, like, this run. She's looked very good. Like, lifting Nia Jax this week. She looked pretty good in this match. I mean, they're booking Rhea pretty strong. But it'd be interesting. And that one, for me, is a tough one to call because I feel like they've, they're kind of going to go all in on Nikki, like a bit of an underdog story. But they're still booking Rhea very strong. And, of course, it's Charlotte. It's Charlotte. Um, she did get her butt handed to her after the match. Uh, she made fun of her and then there was a chair into a chair at the announce table and then clothesline from Rhea and it was yeah it was just uh I, I, yeah I don't know but as you say having Nikki lose every week is unless they are just trying to build the underdog but the problem I have with that is we know how good Nikki Cross is I don't see her as like a Molly Holly underdog thing you know I, I don't that's the problem is that they forget that we know these people um Anyway, there was another Elias cutscene pretty much after this. Um, standing near a fire in a field, staring at the flames. Uh, see his guitar all burnt out. And then Elias saying, Elias is dead. Um, completely being repackaged. Do you think this is brave? Or do you think this is what Elias needs? I mean, it's both. Because it's walking away from what he know, like what he's known for, but at the same time, it's something different. Yeah, 
And the thing is, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough because Elias, for like the mid card stuff that he did, has been has been over. Like that, the the heat he got with Kevin Owens that time in Seattle, wasn't it about the basketball team? I mean, I don't think I've heard heat like that since Vicky Guerrero days. <laughs> for me, like that boo was the loudest. It's, yeah, it's it's brave. But yeah, who knows? It might work. It might work. But anyway, the cutscenes have been pretty good. Um, then there was uh, Moist TV. <laughs> um, which was basically just to, to get Priest out and do some stuff with that and set up a match. But the comments of, do you think Miz would lie to Morrison and the way they were, you think they're starting to tease that split? Like, I think it's it's too soon to do it for SummerSlam, but it could go into the Survivor Series. But um, yeah, he said he'd been cleared a couple of weeks. Morrison didn't look happy. It set up a match with Miz and Priest. Uh, Priest hit the bro kick, which I thought was which was funny. Um, and but then Miz turned to Morrison towards the end, trying to get the squirt gun. Morrison wouldn't wouldn't give it to him. Yeah, I just feel that they're starting to tease that, which would be good for them both, I think. They've done what they needed to do. Um, then some more stuff with Lily and Eva Marie slapping Hyper face, though. Like, she slapped. Uh, which led us all into a match of Mansoor versus Mace. I love the ending. Um, I love the ending. Uh, Mace was just tearing Mansoor up. Kicking the face like in the corner, which was quite cleverly done for Mali. Gave Mace a little roll-up pin. Um, I did laugh. But Mansoor got the win. Mace and T-Bar are just done, aren't they? It's just, it's over. It's all over. But it is what it is. Uh, and that led us into Randy Orton Omos. Um, bit of a weird finish. Uh, runs in. Uh, sort of AJ kicked Orton in the low blows. The ref saw it. Got a DQ. Uh, and then they were beating down a bit. Riddle's music here. Drop kick to Omos. Springboard caught through. And yeah, it was pretty good. Um, Orton grabbed the mic after. Says respect is something that he's earned. In the past, he did respect Riddle. But after all he did to Riddle and after last draw hitting him, here he comes to his aid. Had Orton's back. So guess what, kids? You've earned my respect. Big hug. Tag titles. <laughs> As we said was going to happen, uh, which was cool. Um... And then the no more words stuff, Karrion Cross. This is what I wanted to touch on. Karrion Cross got the win pretty, pretty easily. Like it was pretty easily. It was maybe what four? I think it was less than a minute. What was the point in having him lose in the first place? Why make him have to attack first in order to get the win? Why not just dominate? If that's how they're now booking Cross, why not just have him dominate from the start, but like they're doing now? Or do you think they've had to switch it because of Jeff getting COVID? So now they've they they're sort of doing it. They've done it on the fly. Yeah, maybe. I just I, I I'm think this. It's not a good match for me. What cross harder? Yeah. It doesn't do anything for me. But do you think it's just introducing him to the main roster until he loses to Joe on Sunday? Which I'm assuming, like he's. We will go through the NXT card as well. Um. Do you think it's just to get people used to him being around? Do you think it... 
Do you worry for Cross on the main roster, though? Like, do you think he's one of them guys that everyone hyped to see? It was a good NXT pickup, and then it just goes away? Or do you think he can make it? I think he can make it. I mean, Cross Lashley would be a good match. But I, I don't know. I don't feel like they're fully into him. You know, you see how Riddle's doing. You see how Priest is doing. See, I don't see it with Cross. But we have to wait and see. But anyway, I, he dominated Jeff Hardy. 44 seconds. There you go. That match was 44 seconds. Good Lord. Uh, and then uh, main event time, which was, well, obviously the promo was main event. But the main event match uh, was Nikki and Rhea versus Charlotte and her mystery opponent, which was Nia Jax. Um, Charlotte and Nia Jax got the win. Um, the, it was just, for me, Nia doing the, the stink face was just, just amazing. I absolutely loved it. Uh, <laughs> I All about it. So, uh, but yeah, it was good to see her. Shayna was watching backstage. Hopefully, my after this, maybe bring some other people into the title picture. Maybe Shayna herself. Um, and then, like, the main event bit. Um, Goldberg and Lashley. Um, it wasn't a terrible promo. Um, I don't understand why the, all the focus is on Gage Goldberg. Goldberg saying that 100% the reason why Goldberg come out of retirement, but wasn't that five years ago? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it was, it, I mean, they did it well. And then Goldberg said, like, bullshit, and everyone went nuts. Yeah, shit on them. Oh my gosh. Uh, we'll get to the promos about Cena and Roman next minute. Um, but Goldberg did hit the spear towards the set end, which I think gives me that Lashley's going to win. Um, but it was just not so good. It was just not so good stuff. Uh, whereas on SmackDown, which hit like basically two and a half million people, like SmackDown could do no wrong. How do they get the two so wrong at the minute, do you think? I mean, it's night and day. You know, it's absolute night and day. Um, SmackDown is is amazing. Uh, and do you, I, I don't know how they get it so wrong. Um, but the promo, I think, is the main bit. Cena, Reigns. What did you make of Cena's promo? Which touched on Dean Ambrose, CM Punk. Reigns brought up Nikki Bella. Oh. He, even, he even threw in a Money in the Bank 2011 reference there. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe I'm gonna take the belt, go into the crowd and give you a big old kiss. Yeah, blow a kiss to you. It's funny. CM Punk after was it on the Saturday? I think he put a picture of Voldemort here, who shall not be named. <laughs> Which I think is clearly in reference to what Cena said. But I did laugh at that. I was like, oh my god, clever. Well, sir, I, I wouldn't know. That. I'm still blocked. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll tell you. Don't worry. So I haven't been blocked. I keep my mouth shut. <laughs> um, the thing is, is that SmackDown got me excited for SummerSlam and the SmackDown matches, all of them. The Bianca contract signing, the Roman Reigns Cena. I'm excited. Whereas Raw, I'm, I'm not. And I don't understand how they can get one right and get me hyped. I don't know. Um, it was It was a good, but yeah, it was... It was interesting. He'd say that Reigns run Dean Ambrose out of WWE. You know, next AEW, there's going to be all kinds of WWE comments now. Like, <laughs> uh, just, I can hear it. I can hear it. 
Um, oh, some news just in. Um, apparently, Brian Nobbs is actually getting better. Yeah, Brian Nobbs was taken to a uh, hospital last week with like uh, multiple health issues, including quite some low sodium levels and stomach problems and other stuff. But apparently he's uh, been put on a pure liquid diet, which has apparently helped. And they've raised £13,000 on his GoFundMe. There's a GoFundMe to help Brian Nobbs. Um, so that news is just in. But apparently he is doing better. They're just waiting for some results and stuff. So very encouraging indeed. Right, let's get to... Well, as summer stamps first, let's let's go through the card. Um, so officially announced, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. <laughs> um, I I don't know, I don't, I don't know what to make of this one. I'm guessing it's going to be Dewdrop, Piper Nevin doing some stuff or turning on Eva Marie and splitting that. Um, but I don't know who you think who you got in that one, Bliss or Marie. I got, I got bliss on it. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. Veer and Shanky are barred from ringside. I think that's just a, a feel-good Drew McIntyre win there for me. Um, feeling this is Jinder's gonna win. This is match is gonna. This feud's gonna continue. Hear me out. I think there's gonna be the first ever Punjabi prison in Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay. You save it for that. Okay. Think- I, yeah, go on. It would make the most sense if they did a Punjabi prison in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it probably would, to be fair. Uh, do you think this is just stuff to keep Drew busy and out of the title picture for a bit? Yeah. And I, that's what I think. I mean, and I think everyone wanted to see Drew Jinder with the three-man band. They do need to try and get Heath Slater back. I need to, I need the triple threat desperately. Um, <laughs> so you think Jinder's going to win this one, though? Yeah. We're seeing great Kali come back, aren't we? And help him again. Because <laughs> they released a YouTube video, I think yesterday or last night, like early this morning, of great Kali's greatest SummerSlam moment. <laughs> Riveting. YouTube video, I swear to God. The man crushed the basketball with his hands. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Did you see the size of his hands? They're like small children. Like, it's, (laughs) you know, it's crazy. Um, But, okay, you're going, Jinder. I think Drew wins. I think that's just a feel-good match. But maybe if they're going to continue it. Um, Edge, Seth Rollins. My pick to steal the night, steal the show. I think this will be the one that shows Edge is, is back. This is... Like, this is a big one for me because, like, so far, Edge fighting Randy Orton was just to make sure he's back in the swing of things. Edge winning the Rumble, you know, was 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 just to tick that box. This is the match that – this is some of the matches now. Seth Rollins is one that everyone's wanted to see if Edge ever came back. It's like a, an Edge dream match. Um, and I think Seth is a great worker who will who – will, do really really well because like if you remember this the sting rollins match was actually very good too you know and i think rollins has that ability like aj styles is is a safe worker knows how to get it done knows how to make the match look good and sell and stuff um but i think they could steal the show um and i think edge wins i think 
I think Edge gets this. He's come off a couple of defeats to Roman and stuff now, so... Edge will get the win. And the thing is, like, Seth Rollins can take defeats. It doesn't affect Seth at all. Um, it doesn't It doesn't bother him at all. Uh, but yeah, I think Edge win, and I think it'll be a great match. Uh, right into the title matches. Sheamus versus Damian Priest for the United States Championship. Oh, it's a tough one for me. I, I don't know. It depends where their heads are with Priest. Do they go all in? Yeah, I think Priest has got it. You think so straight this early? Because I see a lot of champions retaining. I will say Priest because I want it to be Priest. But it wouldn't shock me if Sheamus wins. But I hope that they can trust Amy Priest because I think he's great. Um, okay, so we'll both say Priest. Raw Tag Team Championship match. AJ Styles and Omos versus RK Bro. I think they're going all in on this RK Bro story. So I'm saying Orton and Riddle win. Um, and then I think AJ Styles and Omos, because Omos came out today saying he's only training as a solo singles wrestler. Um, so I think that they make that switch and AJ starts some calling him names or something. Remember like Batista and Reverend Devon. Omos will turn on him. But yeah, RK bro for me. Who what about who you got? Yeah, I got RK bro on that. Uh, SmackDown Tech Team Championship match. Usos versus the Mysterios again. Um, Usos. Yeah, I think Usos. I, I, I think, think, yeah. They start the Mysterio. I think this is where they start the deception with the Mysterios. Yeah, I think so. I think that's going to be WrestleMania, match. I think it'll be Dominic Ray at WrestleMania. I think Ray's earned that. I think Dominic deserves it. They're going to have a bit of dissension. It's going to lead to Royal Rumble where Dominic's probably going to eliminate Ray and then one of them's going to turn on the other one and it'll lead to Mania. Yeah, I heard it at first, boys. Dominic Hill turn incoming. That'll be easy to do. People love Ray. But yeah, I I agree. I think it'll be the start of watching the Usos face off at uh, WrestleMania. And I just don't see with the Rain storyline and where the Usos are and stuff. I don't see, I don't see them losing. Uh, women's championship matches, obviously the triple threat: Nikki, Rhea, and Charlotte. I'm saying Nikki retains. You think Nikki's retaining? Yeah, I can see that. I got a cut. Or Charlotte wins and Becky comes out. There's no way they're ruining this money in the bank cash in this quick. Yeah, I don't think so. I think Nikki's like, with the way her promos have been, she's meant to be like a feel-good underdog for the people believing your dreams kind of person. Just don't see them stopping that right now. I yeah. don't. I, I, that's why I think her. I don't see them stopping that that vibe. Um, I think they're going to show if you believe in yourself, you can you can win. You know, against all odds, and I feel that's how they've booked her. Um, so yeah, I'm saying Nikki retains. Right, then the big two. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Do they do the unthinkable? Put the, the no. championship on Goldberg. No. Don't think it's time. I don't think, yeah, I don't think Lashley's time is done yet. Um, I think this is just Goldberg. Goldberg is Lesnar replacement because they couldn't get that deal done. And it's to look for Lashley to look good. I, I don't. I don't see Goldberg being the man to dethrone him. 
Um, let's hope they can go more than four minutes. Four minutes is the longest Goldberg has wrestled since 2020. Let's hope he can, he can beat that. <laughs> then I think the one everyone is talking about, because they're starting to think, you know, after everything with Ric Flair, maybe he can do it. Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Oh, uh, I think Roman. Like, my gut says Roman. Yeah. But there's just... With everything that happened with Ric Flair. But we know Cena's got this movie coming up, you know? Yeah. So it kind of guarantees that Roman's going to win. I just, I, I don't know. It's Cena in it. You can always think that Cena, Cena could do it or they would think of something. I mean, Lesnar got away with being champ for God knows how long and never showing up on a Raw. So um, they could do it. But I think Roman, I just don't think taking the title off him. I don't know. But it would be good to see Cena back. I've actually enjoyed Cena being back. I don't think I realize how much I enjoy Cena at times. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The card looks stacked. I, I mean. I know they're pushing Bianca and Sasha, but I don't think it's happening. I don't know. I think Sasha wins, though. We didn't actually go through that. I went through I, the triple threat. What I heard, they missed like the past two house shows due to unforeseen circumstances. And apparently it's like on the board whether it's happening or not. Oh. Oh, something going on. I mean, if it does go on, I think Sasha takes it. <laughs> um, I do think there's going to be an extra match announced because I do think we're getting Big E versus Barry Corbin for this mm. contract. Yeah, I think there'll be a, I think there'll be a couple more. I think maybe something with Nakamura and maybe okay. Apollo uses his rematch. You know um, what? The one thing on SmackDown that's winning me over is poor Baron Corbin. Yeah, I, he stole the bank. <laughs> I'm starting to feel a little bit sorry for him. I'm invested in Baron Corbin right now. Like, it's, this is great. But yeah, stole money in the bank. So I'm guessing Big E will, will fight him. I am guessing that they do that. Hope they do some sort of gag where he tries to catch it in and it turns out he didn't steal the real one and it was just like one at the merch stand. Yeah. Because he, he stole the briefcase from the merch stand. <laughs> uh, and it was on a podcast. I think Kofi and Xavier said they'll give him a million dollars if he can survive against Goldberg or something. It was just funny stuff. It's just great. It'll just be interesting to see what they do next, you know, because it's it's working at the moment. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, the Baron Corbin stuff, but yeah, I, I do think that we'll see uh, Corbin and uh, Biggie. Um, he did a he did a whole thing on uh, TikTok where they followed him around a whole day, and then at the end he was like. So how much am I getting paid for this? And they're like, no, this is for free. And he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the only other one that was rumored, it was either Big E Corbin or Finn Balor versus Corbin. But I don't think they'll do Finn Balor. I think they'll save him now for after. Um, yeah. I don't think we'll see him at SummerSlam. But I do think we'll see Big E versus, um, versus Corbin now. Well, his money in the bank title back. <laughs> Bless Baron Corbin. We should start a GoFundMe. We should go to the go to the road front, GoFundMe page of Baron Corbin and get it done. Right, so that's on the Saturday. 
And then on the Sunday, we have uh, NXT TakeOver, um, which card looks sick. Um, now, also over here, there was a big advert and repackage uh, from the channel that shows NXT UK, like a big, we're back, we're doing this, and, you know, NXT UK doing that. I think they're touring again, right, from the UK, uh, 100%. And obviously, they got a big match: Walter versus Dragonov. Uh, I think, yeah. I think it's very yeah. Walter, I think for almost three fucking years now. I think so. I think if with the after seeing like the the promo and stuff that they you know been doing for the show, I think now is the time to make a switch because it would make people go, "Oh my god, we need to see." Um, I mean, I I like that there's. N- the lineage of this title is that it's there's not that many, and mm. that they people are having these long reigns. Like, you know, Walter's had almost three years. Don had almost two years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this is when Walter gives it up, and I think it's a good person to put it on. I think Dragonov is amazing, absolute amazing. Um, and this match has been. Like it was meant to be like July 22nd, I think, and then he injured his hand. Uh, but yeah, then they announced it for TakeOver 36. Pete Walters being like a big-time guy in this draft. Yeah. I, 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 he has to. I he, mean, Walter literally, is a dude. He is literally everything Vince McMahon likes. But then there's the rumor that Walter's quite happy, doesn't have to, you know, he's quite happy in the UK and stuff, but money does talk. And I think Walter would be a huge get for like a SmackDown or maybe Raw, be a huge get. I mean, can you imagine like Walter, Bobby Lashley? They don't have Braun Strowman. He can take that role. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily. And look how many match of the years that you've watched. I mean, I think Walter Tyler Bate as one was just godly, you know? So, yeah. Walter Dunn is still one of my favorite matches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a match. Oh, my God. By the way, absolute. Um, yeah, so yeah, I think Dragonoff though, and then we'll see what happens with Walter because obviously soon after this will be the draft in a couple of weeks. So, um, else on the card, LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes, million dollar championships. And if Grimes loses, Ted DiBiase must become LA Knight's butler. There is no way they're making Ted DiBiase any man's butler. So I think, yeah. Cam- I think Cameron Grimes wins. That's... Which is, he's all so over that it would make sense. Yeah. I think LA Knight has done his bit. He's been the heel with it first. I think he's done great. Like, we all knew he would. But yeah, he, I think he, Cameron Grimes wins. Would be the, the guy to go for, like, the North American title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do some or stuff even, with Swerve. Uh, let's say, because I have a feeling Joe's winning. If Joe wins, isn't Joe LA Knight's a fucking, that could be a feud right there. Yeah, 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 totally, totally, totally. Um, yeah, there's loads that LA Knight can do, and I think Cameron Grimes with the title, I think he's deserved it. I think he's been great. So, yeah, go with that. I'll go with uh, with Grimes. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai. I'm going Kai because I think yeah. Raquel will get called up. I think Not she will get called up. That. Dakota Kai deserves a run. Yeah, 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 she does. 
because like it's funny the stuff she's been saying about Raquel as good as Raquel's been Dakota kind of isn't wrong like Dakota has kind of carried some of that and helped her and so ah yeah but she does she does deserve I think the NXT women's title I think Raquel has been great uh she's had it long enough she's proved her point um so yeah I think uh, I think it's Kai's turn uh two out of three falls a very old-fashioned one of my favorite matches ever um the three stages of hell is pretty much the same setup uh of the austin triple h one first full traditional wrestling second full street fight third full if necessary in a steel cage now i have to say the austin triple h one is one of my favorite matches ever i could watch that match anytime Oh, I love I love the commentary on it. There was like the bit where Triple H gets the sledgehammer out from under the announcer's desk, and Jim Ross, Jerry Lawler's like, "Jr., why would you put that there?" He's like, "Oh, son of a bitch, I didn't put that there." <laughs> yeah, and he's yeah. just like, "Well, you you put that there for him," and he's like, "You get get lost." I no. <laughs> That was a great match. I mean, the finish as well. They hit each other. I think it was like the barbed wire thing and the sledgehammer. And like Triple H just fell on him and the ref counted it. And I was like, wow. Um, but Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole have the ability in them both to put on the same. For me, they have the ability and the connection and the. Not a match you see very often. There's not many three stages of hell matches. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, I think um be interesting to see who wins with everything that's been said about Adam Cole, which I still think he'll resign. I think it's just a matter of time. Um be interesting because I think he I think he wins. I do. I do think Adam Cole wins. I've got this gut that Adam Cole's gonna win and then do something else and then be on his way, like he's achieved it all, sort of thing. But yeah, I'm, I'm going Adam Cole, but I think that'll be one hell of a match. Like, oh my God. Um, and then the ma- main title match, Karrion Cross with Scarlett, unlike on Raw, versus Samoa Joe. Uh, I think with everything with Cross on Raw, 100% Joe wins, uh, which I'm really pleased to see Joe back doing stuff. But if it leads to get me Pete Dunne versus Samoa Joe, that's all I want. That's all I want in life. Pete Dunne, Samoa Joe. Please, interesting. Make it happen. Yeah, I think Joe they, wins. They could do Walter and Joe also. Could do Walter. Walter could come and make a huge impact on NXT. But I think a lot will be what happens in the drafts. I think the drafts are going to be. I think it's going to be major shakeup. Walter versus Joe match would be really. Oh god. Ooh. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, some of the matches, if Joe can now go, which I'm clearly he is, if he's going straight for the title, we could get Dunn Joe. We could get O'Reilly Joe. We can get Walter Joe. Like, there's so many. Like, Gargano Joe. I'll take it. So, yeah, I'll be interested. Interested. And I think the draft will be interesting because, like, if they're saying that no one in their 30s and stuff, a lot of people on NXT that could be moved about, you know? Um, Yeah. I, I I can't wait, but I, I'm looking forward to TakeOver. TakeOver never disappoints um, for me, and I think the card just looks set. It looks set. 
for me. Right. News of the week. Uh, not too much. Rampage debut, debuted. Um, obviously, we think CM Punk is going to be showing up on Friday. You think that's basically a done deal? No. I still, still don't, don't think. Is that just because it's CM Punk and we just know how he trolls? You know? How? Can, can I tell you how annoyed I am? Uh-oh. <laughs> AEW. Come in, Ed. I just, I can't do it. People bitch that Goldberg and all these other people are going for time. Christian just won a fucking time. I was, I got this on my list. Now, I ranted in a Discord that we're in. Um, you I'm banned from, well, I'm not banned from said Discord. I'm just banned from talking in it because I have a loud mouth. <laughs> like, I'd love to repeat the same things you said. His first fucking title defense is against Kurt fucking Hawkins. I just, the problem I have with it is it's the Impact title. Kenny Omega has beaten all of Impact's main guys. He's beaten Swan. He beat Moose. He beat Sammy. Like, and they then, lo- they, he loses to Christian on an AEW show. Like, I just, how you can say that as a fan and tell me that that's okay or that's a partnership with Impact. Where is the partnership? Like, they've obviously made Christian a promise, so they're like, well, we can't give you the AEW title, but you can take Impact because no one cares. I just, like, this is hurting Impact in my view now. This isn't making me watch Impact. This is making AEW stronger. This, for me, is why the fourth wall that door, the hidden door, should never be opened. Because they, they're just not possible to do a partnership without making one look strong. Like, after the way they booked Kenny, just ripping through Impact's roster, in comes Christian, and now Christian's got it. Do you know that apparently afterwards, the plan was for Andrade to beat AAA, but Kenny Omega couldn't lose two in a row, so that's why Kenny won. Apparently. I, I just... Yeah, I just, I, I don't see where any of this is helping impact. Christian is a semi-retired 45-year-old wrestler who's had pretty serious concussion injuries and stuff. Like, and no one's batting an eyelid or complaining about it. Oh, Christian, very underrated. Oh, I've always liked Christian. Yay. Shut up. Nobody has. Nobody has. Christian has always been the Marty Jannetty of that tag team. No matter what. I, uh, and now he's Impact Champion, which I don't see. I don't see how they think it's okay. See, look, you got me ranting. See, you started that. That's your fault, Gio. I'm blaming you. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Um, oh, yeah, there's a thing out. Oh, going back to the Bianca thing. WWE are legitimately concerned over the match's status. Um, but yeah, Christian being Impact Champion, I think, is just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And now he's got—he's also got the AEW title shot. Is that right? Uh, all out. Yeah. Oh, God. oh, it's just—I don't know. Rant over. Thanks, Joe. Starting me off. <laughs> Stupid. 
yeah, it's stupid. I don't see where any of this is helping impact. You know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't see how it helps impact at all anymore. It's just poor. So anyway, rant over. Um, I've got no other news. There was I read a bit about WWE tried to buy CMLL a while back, and apparently that was, you know, quite a close on thing. They tried to buy them. Um, one of the Mexican things, quite a few years back, apparently, but they wanted to run a promotion in Mexico. The overarching goal of having the choice of the very best Mexican talent. The plan was if they owned CML, giving them the best of both. But apparently that that never come. They've never really figured out that that market. They tried it with Del Rio. Mysterio is the only one that's had real success. There was big hype behind Del Rio and Andrade and Sin Cara. They've never really figured that out, have they? They've always tried to push someone. They've never, they've never got it. They've never got it quite right. And then obviously the the main news was all the stuff coming through about the power struggle within WWE, which led to the NXT releases. Um, so reportedly Triple H had no idea that they were making the cuts with the choice being Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, and Laura Nitus making the decisions. Um, there's like an internal power struggle with some higher ups are fearful about their futures in the company. If Triple H takes over and they want to undermine, undermine him. So do you think that's true? Do you think there's internal issues? I, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's come out. Yeah, they say that they were trying and the current situation has been described because there's the other side of those who support Triple H has been quite toxic, particularly because the releases were more of a power grab um, and some NXT for talent just found themselves pawns in like, apparently it was like a move of thinking Triple H isn't untouchable. Um, don't know. Be interested to see how that goes because... I think it's always just been a cert that Triple H would just take over. Um, they're going back to recording um, it on Monday, Tuesdays. But apparently, so that came out as a story. But then I heard that they're only doing it one week because it was like after takeover and they always do it and there's some other stuff going on. And But apparently it's not like a main thing. But we have to see. I don't trust anything that I read in, you know, in any of that. Right, let's go back. We're going back. You, what did you have this week, sir? Such a weird show. <laughs> it's 2011. Like, it's just weird. Weird in what way? It's like a period of time where WWE is moving from one direction to the other, and they're just right in the middle right now. Okay, so it's like switch of... Well, after WrestleMania leading into other bits and pieces, WrestleMania yeah. finished. Bringing into the big money in the bank, CM Punk storyline. The new Nexus. No, not the new. <laughs> the the. Well, he he was out of New Nexus by that point. Oh, okay. Because this was still wasn't this still be anonymous Raw general manager for now? Uh, it was right at the end of it. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. They, they just about ended the anonymous GM stuff. So and... There'll be no bad talk of Hornswoggle as well. <laughs> <laughs> Indian English. 
yeah. Aiden English, that me. Um, right, let's go through it. So they actually opened with Randy Orton uh, taking on CM Punk in the last man standing match. Went 20 minutes, so decent match. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just, it's weird. Like, it's just a weird card. Because wasn't this the one where after, like, John Cena told everyone that you guys got Osama Bin Laden? Yeah, they caught Bin Laden <laughs> during the pay-per-view. <laughs> like, I remember watching this pay-per-view. And I remember, like, getting all the text messages as it was going down. And I'm like, they what? Wait, what's happening? And then I remember going to a bar. And everybody was just like, America, free shot. Get another shot. We got <laughs> So it was just free drinks, like, all night. Because everybody was Everybody shot. <laughs> oh, said. Oh no. Um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, Kofi Kingston took on Sheamus in a tables match for the United States Championship. That sounds like filler. Just uh, even for a title match, sounds like filler. Wait, awesome Kong debuted at this one. I remember this she one. Did. She that, did. Yeah. Oh, we'll get to that in a second because then after the Kofi Kingston beating <laughs> Sheamus, uh, the country whipping match. Mm. Jack Swagger and Michael Cole taking on Cherry Lawler and Jim Ross. Oh, Every asshole and unserverable asshole was heel Michael Cole. Oh. He came with bubble wrap so that when they whipped him, it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was just horrible stuff. For That, that storyline was horrible and just went on so long, didn't it? It just felt like it was forever. Michael Cole or Jerry Lawler. Ah, oh, it just, it was unbearable. Uh, but Swagger oh, and Cole got the win, but, oh. All I remember from this is that they brought in a drugged out Grandmaster Sexy to be like, you ain't my daddy no more. You ain't my daddy. Mama would be saved. Mama would be saved. You ain't my daddy no more. And I was just like, oh my God. He's <laughs> such a wreck right now. Uh, yeah, amazing. Uh, Ray Mysterio took on Cody Rhodes in the Fool's Cat Anywhere match. Dashing Cody Rhodes, baby. Oh, sorry. Dashing Cody Rhodes. Oh, that was. Well, technically, he was disturbed dashing Cody Rhodes. He had the little face mask on, and he was putting bags on people's heads. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. He's putting bags on it. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> His music was just smoke and mirrors, but it was slowed down and sad. <laughs> and the whole storyline was he was beautiful, but Rey Mysterio's knee brace made him ugly. Yeah, bust him up. Uh, and this is the one, I think Mysterio, he actually spit mist into Rhodes' face, wasn't it, at the back and stuff. It was, yes. Ah, uh, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was fun story. Dashing Cody Rhodes. God. Uh, and then, of course, the debuting Karma interfered in the Layla versus Michelle Cole. Well, after the match, the match was all already over. Um, it was no DQ, no count out. Loser leaves WWE. <laughs> This was the end because she went on to be Mrs. Undertaker. She did. 
Um, it was like a, a crucifix, you know, reversed into a crucifix. And then Karma debuted. Awesome Kong to everyone else. Um, debuted and implant busted her at the end. And Michelle McCall was ridden off into the sunset. I think it was after it. Wouldn't like Karma just attack every female on Raw, Red, SmackDown? Just randomly, she just turned up, beat people up. Um, um, so yeah. Um, and then again, again, here's like randomness, and it's because you know at this point Edge had just retired. Yeah, he had. Had just retired, and this is what the ladder match for the vacant world heavyweight championship match: Christian versus Del Rio. And again, like every time, see again, this was because Edge had just retired. Christian won this match for me, like when Mary Mysterio won all his stuff, like the 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 WrestleMania and that was because of the Eddie thing. This was because Edge had just retired that Christian won this, not because Christian's good. <laughs> Do you know what happened the night after or the, the the SmackDown that followed this? No, I remember the Raw. Wasn't that Alex Riley and the Miz doing some stuff to Cena? I don't remember I, what happened. Following this, Randy Orton beats Christian and takes the title for a while. Oh, was that this? Yeah. Oh my God. But yeah. Like, yeah. He got his moment. He's finally champion. Hey, player, you fight Randy Orton. Oh, he beat you. He took your title. <laughs> yeah okay my god the next smackdown wow. yep fair enough god almighty um yeah but christian did win on the night um big show and kane took on the core <laughs> in a lumberjack match i don't, right. don't think much got, needs to be said about that does it lumberjacks right who was the lumberjacks wasn't brian saxton in that list Brian Saxton, Connor O'Brien, oh. which is it's Connor from the Ascension, Darren Young, David Hart Smith, oh. Evan Bourne, Heath Slater, Jacob Novak. Wow, name I never thought I'd hear again. Johnny Curtis. Uh, Justin Gabriel, Lucky Cannon. Oh, Lord. Lucky Cannon. Primo, Santino Morella, Titus O'Neil, Trent Moretta. Oh, Trent Moretta, what a waste. Tyler Rex. Oh, my God, another waste. Vladimir Kozlov. Legend. I don't know a bad word about him. Tatsu. Oh, Yoshi Tatsu. God, God. Wow, that's literally a list of future endeavors. <laughs> that's like a who's who of future endeavors as lumberjacks. None of them really made it. He's so good. He's so underused that they didn't even give him a Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Jacob Novak doesn't even have a Wikipedia. You cannot click or search on Wikipedia, Jacob Novak. Poor Jacob. Hashtag. Justice for Jacob. That's we get it trending. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Cena taking on the Miz versus Morrison. Triple threat steel cage match. Um, this was all through the sort of summer bit, wasn't it? The Cena Miz thing. Because I think it was I quit match, wasn't it? Over the limit after this. Um, with Miz keep on trying to get Alex Riley to help, but the refs see it all the time. 
um cita won this uh triple cage uh triple threat still cage match but yeah oh you can see that card is literally filler it looks like filler you know yeah. this poor man hasn't updated his twitter since 9 10 2011 what jacob As all right we're googling him what is jacob novak doing here we go fandom gotta be doing something <laughs> no he's doing nothing his Twitter hasn't been updated since 2011. Yeah, he was voted off of NXT. Yeah, that was in 2011. He literally vanished. Where is he now? Where is Jacob now? <laughs> we must find <laughs> Jacob Novak. What are you doing now? Oh, he, he did. He did a press. Here you go. The last thing was 2012. He said he had a hip injury, which got him cut from the show. And he hopes to be back soon. Just kind of weird to have thousands and thousands of Twitter followers and to get fan mail daily, yet receive tiny paychecks. <laughs> oh, Jacob, come back, Jacob. All is forgiven. There. Uh, right. What do you want to watch? What do you, what do, you do? WCW or, or WWE? I'll keep up with WWE. Next week, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a double header. I'm gonna have both Rhino and Gritty choose one for me. So, I tell you what, I'll watch one. Oh, so one of them will choose one for you, and one yeah. of them will choose one for me. There you okay. go. Oh my god, that's gonna. Be <laughs> right, right, I've got the list. Eighty-five to current day. Are you ready? Yeah. Say stop when you are. Oh, 1991. Yes. Okay. Oh, good. It's a good so year. It's a good year. Right. We obviously I just got the big... They got, they got the big four, but on this list is this Tuesday in Texas. Do you want to keep that in there? Yeah, we'll keep it in there because that's the taker, isn't it? Yeah, okay. We're keeping it in there. Right. Say stop. Oh. Got Survivor Series 1990. Oh, oh, oh. oh okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, they were the original 4v4s and stuff. So let's go do oh. the card, right? The first one up Ric Flair, the Mountie, Ted DiBiase, and the Warlord with all managers, Mr. Perfect Jimmy Hart, Sensational Seri, and Harvey Whippleman. <laughs> Take it on. Roddy Piper, Bret Hart, Virgil, and the British Bulldog. Traditional 4v4. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter, Jim Duggan, the Texas Tornado, and Tito Santana. Taking on Colonel Mustafa, the Berserker. Skinner! Oh, Skinner! <laughs> um, and Hercules, traditional 4v4. The WWF Championship matches, The Undertaker versus Hulk Hogan. Oh, ho, ho. Then another 4v4 of the Nasty Boys and the Beverly Brothers. Taking on the Rockers and the Bushwhackers. Oh, yes. And then the final one, three on three Survivor Series. Big Boss Man and the Legion of Doom taking on Owen R. Scheister and the Natural Disasters. Dude. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh. I want to watch it. <laughs> Tempted. Because Justice was meant to be in it. Uh, it was meant to yeah. be Jake Roberts was originally scheduled to be in IRS Natural Disasters, but Sid Justice was injured or something, wasn't he? 
They did the no. They did the. They they Sid got injured, and then they were like, "Oh man, let's not bring let's not bring Macho Man back yet. Let's have them. Let's have Macho Man get bit by a snake, and then we'll ban Jake the Snake from the match." Ah, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. But Savage didn't get reinstated, and Roberts wasn't allowed because of the snake thing, was it? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Which is still one of my favorite things because if you ever watch like a shoot interview, everybody says like Macho Man was was like terrified of this angle, so he went up to Jake the Snake and he was like, "You gotta let the snake bite you first, and if you die, then I know it's poisonous. But if you don't, you don't die. I'll take the bite." <laughs> <laughs> like just typical <sighs> Macho being paranoid, being like. All right, you get bit first, and if you survive, I know this is legit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because pretty soon after, like this as well, is when Shawn Michaels would have done that famous super kick through the barbershop, isn't it? Like, uh, soon after this, they were having a dissent. They were like dissension and arguing and bickering during this. And dude, you get to see Skinner. I loved Skinner, man. Alligator man. He, play, he played Doik once, the guy that uh, was Skinner, by the way. Hey. Use this information. He was once Doik. He was Doik. I think it was Doik number two. Yeah, I think so. And then he'd come back as Skinner, which I love that character. I don't know why. Him and Duke the Jumpster Drozzy were just like two of my favorites in that period of nonsense. Right. Hold on that bombshell. Let's give you a quick update. So obviously this is episode 98. Next week for 99, we have... Rhino JB and Gritty on the show at the same time. So I would get comfortable. <laughs> I'm expecting this show to go at least three hours. Easy, easy. I warn you now that maybe our longest ever podcast. <laughs> I can just feel it. Um, because we did two hours with Gritty alone. <laughs> um, we're getting, we're, this is what's fun about it because Ryan. Is going to be in Las Vegas this weekend for SummerSlam and NXT. So it's kind of like a first ever we're going to get a live review. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. And the two of them together, I think, yeah, it's, I'm very, very excited. It worked out so well, especially mm -hmm. once I found out he was going. Yep. I was like, mate, this makes it so much better because we've never had somebody actually go to the pay-per-view. And, and this is like... The first big um, pay-per-view with fans in. Now, I know Money in the Bank's already been, but this is big, big. So, yeah, very excited for that. Episode 100, we have three guests. Um, well, as of right now, we do. I got to yeah. get a hold of them. Yeah. Sure we're the plan on. is for three of them. So we'll announce once we know for sure next week. And then the week after that, um, we have the guy that actually started this with me before he went on to do his own thing we're getting wolfie on to talk like a hundred episodes later very very excited to have all three guests three very different shows uh three very different opinions <laughs> it's gonna be emotional <laughs> i can already tell but yeah the next three weeks are probably the biggest three weeks that we've ever done on this podcast to celebrate so. the century I'm expecting some clashing going on for episode <laughs> <three>. <laughs> Oh, episode 100 could just turn into a 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, could be fun. Could be fun. Because, you know, we've got no filter here. Well, Geo hasn't. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited for all three shows. Do you know what I mean? I have to say, we've got, we've got some big things planned. And we want to thank you all for listening. You, you, know, you guys listening is why we keep doing this. So, you know, um, hopefully you will enjoy it. I will enjoy SummerSlam and take over. And then obviously next week I get to get my first ever pay-per-view picked. I'm quite nervous. Quite nervous. Sweating a little bit already. Um, but yeah, on that, don't miss next week. And Gio, I'll see you next week, my man. Yeah.